Calling all conscious achievers who are seeking more community and connection, I've got an invitation for you. Join me at this year's Summit of Greatness this September 7th through 9th in my hometown of Columbus, Ohio to unleash your true greatness. This is the one time a year that I gather the greatness community together in person for a powerful transformative weekend. People come from all over the world and you can expect to hear from inspiring speakers like Inky Johnson, Jaspreet Singh, Vanessa Van Edwards, Jen Sincero, and many more. You'll also be able to dance your heart out to live music, get your body moving with group workouts, and connect with others at our evening socials. So if you're ready to learn, heal, and grow alongside other incredible individuals in the greatness community, then you can learn more at lewishouse.com slash summit 2023. Make sure to grab your ticket, invite your friends, and I'll see you there. I think social media has changed so many things for the better, but also for the worse. I think this constant culture of like comparison going on with like young individuals. And it's not, it's not really a good way to, to view life, constantly comparing yourself. And I think... Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You have a vision for your business. Your priority might be to expand facilities or bring in the best talent. At Century Insurance, we listen, learn, and work to understand your business and your plans to help protect your new locations. As your business evolves and your vision comes true, Century, right by you. Property and casualty coverages are underwritten and safety services are provided by a member of the Century Insurance Group, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. For a complete listing of companies, visit Century.com. Policies, coverages, benefits, and discounts are not available in all states. See policy for complete coverage details. So three years in the making, we met, uh, you know, two blocks away from here about three years ago as you were on the rise uh -huh. to your social media, TikTok, internet, sensational fame that you've been on. I think, uh, what do you have close to like 40 or 50 million followers now on all your platforms? But three years ago, you kind of, who, who's counting? Yeah, who, like we lost that. count a while ago. <laughs> but back then you were just kind of taken off month by month, just like doubling and yeah. came out of nowhere. You were, I remember seeing videos of you as this, you know, D1 soccer kid, right? Who was like 19. And then all of a sudden COVID hits and you have nothing to do. Yeah. You're kind of like, what do I do with my time? School year gets cut short. Soccer season gets cut short. You had one dream going towards, I'm assuming soccer and trying to play professionally. Correct. And then you started making TikTok videos for, for fun as a little side thing. And in one month, I think you said you got your first million followers. Is that right? Around that, yeah. Something like Something that. like that, yeah. And then all of a sudden, when did you realize that, oh, maybe like this soccer thing dream that I had for probably a decade isn't the main thing anymore. 
or maybe school isn't even the main thing, but I'm going to start trying this other thing. When did you realize like this is a new possibility for you? Um, I would say when I think the opportunities became just too good to pass up. I think when the numbers started to grow, when emails started to come in, my email was attached on my TikTok and I started getting emails that I couldn't even believe with numbers that I had never seen before. Like financial opportunities, financial like sponsorship opportunities. deals, brand yeah. deals. Yep. All of those. And as a NCAA Division One athlete at that time- You couldn't make money. Couldn't make money. And I talked to the dean about it and everything. Like I went to University of Portland and I literally told my coach, I was like, hey coach, I have a question. Who can you put me in contact with? I have some questions regarding like NCAA and the rules because I know you're allowed to have a, as a D1 athlete, you're allowed to have like a job if I was like a barista somewhere yeah. or something like, like that. Like minimum wage. Right. But you're not allowed to make money off the likeness of your name. And although I wasn't selling jerseys or autographs or whatever, um, they still, I, I had a long talk with my dean about it. And I was like, look, I'm making videos, you know, it has nothing to do. Like I, I post some soccer content, but like for the most part, people don't even know I play. And so, <laughs> right. so I'm like, is there something we can do here? Cause I'm getting money thrown at me that I've never seen before. And I was like a college student that had never really had work experience. I was like, please let me do this. And he was like, unfortunately, like it, it restricts NCAA rules. And so that also kind of helped me make that decision. Isn't that crazy? But now like just six months after that, I think NIL, uh, yep. started, right? Like <laughs> shortly, NCAA, right after like, that. Sure, like six months later, it was yep. like, okay, now you can make money with your name and likeness. Yep. But it was right before that the money was, I'm assuming it was in the five, ten, twenty thousand $20,000 opportunities at that time early on, if not more. Yeah. And you're like, okay, one video to make this to pay for like a year of life. Right. It's hard to say no to. Hard to say no. And who knows what would have happened if you were able to make money as a college athlete. Do you think you would have still been playing? Well, that's the question, isn't it? I think uh, there's so many things that played, that would have played a factor that I go back and I think, you know, what if, you know, what if he said, yeah, go ahead. Like, do do the sponsored posts, do brand deals. Like, I don't care. Um, I don't think I ever would have stopped. I don't think there would have been that. You would have kept playing. I think I would have kept playing. And I think because it, it was crazy because I think my dad, my dad's like my biggest fan and he's my biggest supporter and he was my coach since I was three years old. And so, and he coaches a local high school team. And so having a coach as a dad, I mean, it had, it's ups and downs for sure. He, uh, Sometimes the car rides home were not fun, but it's one of those things where he was hard on me for for the better. And it I don't it just got to a point where he was like, if you're seriously considering quitting soccer, like you don't even have to tell me. Like this is he knows my love for the game and he knows how passionate I was for it and I am for it. He was like, this must be something huge because he's like, I've never seen anything throw you off as much as this is. So. I think he understood like the magnitude of the opportunities that I was given. Um, and obviously he said that he didn't even really need to know, but of course my mom and dad were still kind of hands-on with being like, you know, talking to the right people, looking things up. And like, I give them as much info as I could, but for the most part, I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, I don't know this brand, but they're offering to pay me. Like, so it was pretty, it was pretty nuts. I, I can't lie. And I think, uh, there are so many what ifs if really, yeah, if, uh, if the NIL would have been a thing six months prior. That's crazy. Man. Yeah. But here we are. I think life, uh, 
puts us in different directions at different moments. You know, I got injured playing football. I was telling you before he jumped on camera and that was the dream. That was a passion. So yeah. for a year and a half, I was recovering from a surgery and an injury. And, um, I didn't know what was going to happen next, but I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have done this show for the last 10 years. Had that injury not happened, I would have kept pursuing yeah. the same thing. And who knows, maybe it would have a great run. Maybe I'd have broken my neck or something. You never right. know you what would happen. Know. So you might have been redirected for something greater. Right. Which is interesting. And that's why I can't help but kind of frame my mindset as I'm like, this happened for a reason. So I'm just going to, you know, do, I mean, as athletes, I feel like growing up as athletes, I think I was telling you before the cameras were on, I, it's just kind of how we're programmed with being so structured and disciplined and being like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I have a new, like, I got a new job. And, you know, it's like having a new coach, like you want to impress the new coach. And so every time I would do something new in the entertainment industry and in, in this space, I was like, I'm going to give it the best I can. And I'm going to try to really throw myself in and like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You know, you fail. And it's like, what was the biggest challenge over the last three years for you with getting so much popularity and I guess social media following and fame in a time of extreme cancel culture and a time of extreme yeah. celebrating individuals and cheering for people, but then yeah. also criticizing them and these kind of two extremes. Yeah, Let me of course. follow you, comment on everything, celebrate you and talk about you in right. a positive way. But then when I don't like something, let me criticize you, let me pull you down and let me shame you publicly. Yeah. How at 19 and now 22, have you navigated that process? Yeah, I think you hit it right on the nose. It's one of those things where uh, it is just such a flaky industry and it's such a, you know, at one moment you're on top of the world and the next moment, like, you can breathe the wrong way and someone's got something to say. And I think in the world we live in now and with the social media i think social media has changed so many things for the better but also for the worse i think this constant culture of like comparison going on with like young individuals and it's not it's not really a good way to to view life constantly comparing yourself and i think i don't know i yeah when i first started people at first nothing bad to say you know as i'm gaining traction and numbers kept rising people were like my God, let's like, you know, this guy's amazing. Let's keep him hidden. Like, don't let him blow up too much. Like that kind of thing. Like, keep him hidden? Let's keep him hidden. Like, that's kind of a thing. Right? Let's keep him our secret. Like, Really? Yeah, because I think... You're not a secret at 10 million followers, are no, you? No, not at that point. I think when it was like just before the millions, people were like, uh, like, where are these guys coming from? They keep spawning. And it's like, I just made an account. Like, as simple as that. And I think, uh, I don't know, when, so when someone feels a part of something like small, it feels a bit more intimate. And then like... It's funny that that is being said though, because I have like a, I have like my OG fans that have been there since the early days, since like 10, 20,000 followers. That you recognize that, still. The that I still to see. this day, like, you know, I'm in group chats with them on Instagram. I'll chime in here and there and just be like, hey guys, hope you're all well. Like it's, it's really fun having a community like that. And like knowing that, that 10, 30, 30 seconds out of your day can to stop into a group chat and be like, hey guys, I hope you all are well. Like not forgetting about you. I think that can really like, it's crazy that that can make someone's day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, with, with, uh, like with cancel culture, it's, uh, it's one of those things where you kind of, I don't know. I don't, I like to think I don't really have any, have any skeletons in the closet, really? you know? So like, I, I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm able to be authentically myself. And if you like me, 
follow me and like let's go on this yeah. journey together but if not like i can lose sleep over it like if you don't like me that's fine but but how do you deal with maybe not cancel culture for you because you don't have a skeletons but a criticism culture of course and make wrong or just like comparison yeah comparison and criticism culture where okay you were the and still are but you were three years ago kind of the newer person coming out and creating yeah, content course, and course. now there's newer people doing that new, exactly younger or more defined abs or whatever yeah, exactly. whatever longer hair Better looking of course yeah and how do you not let your self-worth be defined by criticism or comparison at such a young age it's hard it really is and i, I can't lie like I think I can't sit here and say it hasn't affected me. You know, there have been times where, you know, the likes are down, the engagement's low, you know, and as much as I don't want to ever look at that, it, like it's your job, you know, and it comes to a point where you kind of have to look at that and see what people are saying and seeing like what they want to see. And you can either choose to do th two things. You can give the people what they want, or you can just keep posting stuff that you like. And I think, uh, I saw or read this quote the other day. It was about, I don't know if I'm going to say it correctly, but it was basically something about like the work's never as good when you start to cater to other people. But as soon as like you start doing it for yourself, then it's a lot more like, like people can like see right through the authenticity. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know. I think that's just what I've kind of always kind of stayed, stayed firm to is the belief of just being myself and just posting stuff that I want to post. And like, I'm very, very, blessed and like grateful to have like the fan base that i have and yeah. people that support me the way that they do because at the end of the day like there are people that will do just about anything for a like or a click and i'm just grateful that i have people that will click no matter what like if i put out something but that being said i'm never going to take advantage of that and i'm never going to like take that for granted and i'm always going to try to put out my best stuff and yeah but i think going back to what i was saying with like it is a very you know, one moment you're on top of the world, the next moment you're you're nothing, and then all of a sudden you have a big project coming out, and bam, you're back on top. And it's just like, I'm very aware of that, and I'm, I would tire myself out if I constantly tried to be at the top and constantly tried to do things that would make sure that I'm at the top, get stay people talking, and like, I enjoy the time when people aren't talking. You really? know, really, I think so. I mean, you're here's the thing: you're you got 50 million followers. So it's not like you're not relevant, right? But what do you mean, like being on top versus? You know, of course, yeah. your bottom is like five million views versus yeah. on a post as opposed yeah. to a hundred million views, right? Well, that would be someone's dream. Exactly. I it was, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was having a conversation the the other day um, with some of my friends, and we were talking about like who are also kind of influencers in the space, and they were they were kind of talking about the idea that you know. I, like you know it's the constant thing of you know the algorithms change you know views aren't the same anymore like back in 2020 like prime time with like when i had just you know entered the house with the sway boys and like i could post a video of me staring at the camera for five seconds and it would probably do 20 million views. come on and it was like it, i think we took that for granted like i think we really it, it's hard not to be spoiled to that it's hard not to like see that and be like Oh, anything less than this it's like oh, like am i falling off you know it's like one of those things because i like the content that i'm putting out now way more than what i was putting out back then you know but like i said there's an audience for everything and so i think uh the stuff that i put out now is definitely more authentic to who i am and more like 
catered to a specific audience. Whereas back then it was just like, all right, anyone who wants to make a video, let's do it. Let's dance, let's have our shirts off. You know, it's going to, it's going to do well. Like at the end of the day, like, so it's, uh, it was funny because we were talking, we were like, if you really put it into perspective, our least viewed video is someone who's just starting this like dream. And it's hard to kind of zoom out of that. Like when you take yourself out of your shoes and really zoom out and see for what it is, it's, uh, it's pretty insane how, how spoiled we were back then with all those views and still to this day like I like we were talking about before the cameras turned on I just think I joined at a perfect time where COVID hit and everyone was all of a sudden like what do we do I'm just gonna go on my phone and scroll you know like TikTok blew up at that time and being the new up-and-comer like it was uh it was definitely a weird feeling because it wasn't till a few months after I started gaining followers I didn't think it was anything more than just numbers on a screen and then my first time kind of going out after the pandemic, like going out, meaning like I went on vacation with my family in California. People recognized you. People recognized me. Came up to you. and You're that guy from TikTok. Like, you're Noah Beck. And I was just like, yep. I was in a, I was in a dorm room like three months ago, you know, like training for soccer. And this is, this is definitely, a, and my parents, like my parents knew about like the numbers and like, but they thought the same thing. They were just like, oh, that's cool. You know, like we don't know where these millions of numbers are coming from like it could be wherever and so when you first kind of get like start getting spotted my parents were like what like it was just a new thing to all of us and i was crazy it was truly a surreal feeling now how do you manage your ego and not let it get to your head so much as a you know 22 year old heartthrob you know athlete social media sensation how do you or maybe you haven't figured that out yet how do you keep a good heart a kind soul uh, and still be compassionate towards humanity, right? What, with all the success, the fame, and you know, sixteen-year-old girls running after you everywhere <laughs> you go. Yeah, uh, it's it's flattering for sure, and it's definitely and it got me blushing. But like, uh, it's one of those things where I think again, like like we were talking about before, um, the people that I have chosen to surround myself with in my personal life have really helped manage that. And, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm not one of the, I just don't think that's how I am as a person anyway. Like I, I have give a big shout out to my parents for, for, uh, raising me, I think in the right way. And I I owe everything to them. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I know that I have, you know, I've always been confident in who I am and I've never really struggled with like confidence but at the same time i'm human and i have my insecurities but i think uh i don't know i i think yeah the people i surround myself with and like we were talking about it's hard to find here in la with yeah how tra- transactional the city can be how everyone wants something from you. everyone yeah. wants something why are you being nice to me like why did like you know it, all these questions before that are just kind of like unsaid but um yeah so i'm still very much a family man and my my parents and my sisters definitely keep me humble uh my friends uh, that I grew up with playing soccer from Arizona are still like my best friends to this day. That's great. And we're all kind of off doing our own thing, which is amazing, but we connect somehow, whether it's through like playing Xbox together or even just like, you know, in a group chat, just checking on each other. But you mentioned insecurities though. Do you have insecurities? Because you, you seem like such a positive, you know, always smiling, happy guy, fit, 
millions of followers making money, you know, Paris Fashion Week and all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah, you're the guy. How can you have insecurities? And if you have them, what are they? Yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm human. I, you know, I know I'm human. I don't, didn't mean to say, I think, uh, <laughs> I look, I know I'm human and I think, uh, what is that insecurity for you? For me, it just changes every day. You know, I've, I have, I think when I look into the mirror, I see things and I'm just like, you know, you can't help but think like when you, especially the comparison, you know, it goes back to that. It's like, or when I'm on TikTok, I'll be like, you know, this guy, this guy's just better looking or whatever really? it may be. Like, yeah, of course. But it's like, I sound shallow. I think I'm also just like insecure about sometimes the, I don't know, just kind of the way. I don't know. You know, I'm trying to think. Uh, Is it a feeling of like you're not enough? You're not talented enough. You're not smart enough. You're not good looking enough. Okay. You're not as yeah. experienced enough. You're, you know, um, well, TikTok gave me this. So do I really deserve it? You okay. Know, what is the. Yeah, you got the wheels yeah, turning. Yeah, yeah. What is the. 100%. And this is the thing that my team gets mad at me for. My managers, my agents, like they're all like, get out of your head. And, you know, I think going back to being raised as an athlete and kind of having that like background, you know, if you want to win a game, you work your ass off and you win the game. Or if you want to get better, you train and you work harder at it. Whereas, in this industry, I haven't, I felt like I haven't done enough to be in some of the rooms that I've really found myself for sure. And I think, I think it may be one of those things where it's just the world working in weird ways where, you know, all my training as an athlete growing up has led to this in a weird way. It's rewarded me in a different way that I never thought I, like would translate, but there are definitely rooms that I find myself in events that I find myself at. And I'm like, why am I here? You know, there are world-class athletes. There are amazing artists. There are, you know, every vertical. And I see myself and I'm like, I just don't think I've done enough yet. And I think that definitely is probably one of the biggest insecurities of mine is that feeling like I earned it or the feeling that I deserve this. And I think, yeah, I, I like that definitely got the wheels turning. I think that is probably the biggest one that I've kind of have faced. How often do you think about that? Like, did I really earn this? Do I deserve to be at all these big events or with these, you know, celebrities or with these talented artists or talented athletes who put in their whole life to create this career? Right. Is that a weekly thing? Is that daily? Is that like just kind of when you're at the events, right. you're like, okay, why am I here? I think it's just about every time that, I get an opportunity that kind of makes me reconsider everything, like whether it's a, you know, a big like endorsement deal, whether it's a big brand sponsorship that I get, or whether it's, you know, fashion week, I'm sitting front row next to who knows who. Yeah, yeah you know, right. exactly. It's like, I think it happens just about every single time because I know that they're sitting or it's just in my head and maybe they're not, but in my head, they're thinking like, why am I sat next to this guy? You know, really? this, this little TikToker. And it's like, that's what you think they're thinking. Of course. And that's just me like self-sabotaging, if you will. And I think, uh, so you feel like an imposter. Of course. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. 
assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Which is not good. And like my team gets mad at me for it because they're like, I, I don't know. Because then it's one of those things where I, I almost enjoy that feeling i always i don't enjoy the feeling but i would rather have that mindset than being like feeling like i'm entitled hmm. to to be sat here it's like you know looking at the, yeah like you're sitting next to me you know like i was not <laughs> like right which i am very well aware that there are people out there that may have that mentality and it's like huh, go like oh, i applaud the confidence um but i i don't think i would i think i would rather take the you know i haven't quite earned it yet so I'm going to continue to work until I do feel like I earn it. But I just don't know if I'll ever, like, I think it's something within me that I don't think if I continue to chase that, I might just tire myself out because I don't ever want to have that entitlement attitude of being like, but I think there's a fine line between like the gratitude and being like, I earned this, you know, I worked myself for this and I deserve to be here or I deserve this opportunity. And so that's where I'm always kind of split in between minds of mm. uh, do I deserve this or should I just be grateful for it? And I'm always grateful, but there are times where, of course, like I'm insecure and I'm like, you know, it should have been this guy or really. Yeah. Are there any other insecurities or feelings of being an imposter besides that? 
that you experience? Nothing really like jumps to mind, but I'm sure that there are. That's the main thing though. Right. I think that's the main thing in terms of like feeling like an imposter. Every time I see one of your photos or a video or a post of yours, you're you're pretty much smiling. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're this whole time yeah, you're smiling. Like, yeah. You seem like a very happy guy. This is obviously the first time we've connected really uh, in person in a meaningful way, but you seem to be a very happy kid. You seem to be youngest of three. You had good parents, you know, two older sisters who really yeah. supported you and probably like my older sisters told you how to treat women. Of course. Told you how to be respectful like course, they did course. with me. Yeah. But is there ever any moments where you are sad? Yeah. Yeah. And I think... uh I don't know. I uh, that, I think growing up in a female-dominated household, it was uh, it taught me a lot about women, and you know, they gave me a lot of lessons about how to treat, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of people in my life tell me how evident it is that I've had that sibling, like that sister upbringing, and I take that as a compliment, and and I I love that I'm able, you know, I. I love that I have that respect and that I know that my mom it has given me everything and my dad has as well, don't get me wrong. But I think uh, I have a certain appreciation for what women do. And, um, but yeah, going back to it, I think, um, oh, of course I get sad. You do? Of course. And I but think- you're always, uh, it seems like you're always happy. Yeah. You've got everything going for you. How could you, how could Noah Beck be sad? I think that's, you know, I, it's weird with- TikTok and with um, anything social media, anything on my phone, you know, the moment I start to, I, I bet it's listening right now. It's crazy because I'll, uh, you kind of, it, it takes you down this rabbit hole of like, I'll mention to like a friend and be like, hey, like I'm not feeling my best today. Like I, I'm sad about this, that. Then all of a sudden, like I'll go on my for you page later and it's about like, it's like sad core TikTok and it's like making me even sadder. It's oh, like, oh man. Yeah. It's, it, it really sucks because I'm like, I don't want to see this right now. I want to see like, funny videos or like something that will but at the end of the day like you know i read or i'll see often um you know the people that are the happiest you know like check in on them you know because it may be a blanket or it may be something and uh i don't know i don't think i've definitely definitely get sad and I, but i think it's one of those things where i try and I had a therapist once tell me this, and I and I think it really helped me. Um, I try to like not enjoy. Obviously, that's a, that's the wrong word for it. But I try to appreciate the times where I feel sad because that's what makes you human. And I'm glad that I have those feelings because if I wasn't, then I would be a robot. And I, but I know people that are pretty numb to like. I know people that I don't know. Like I I I like how in touch I am with my emotion and I am not afraid to tell people if I get sad I'm not like afraid to reach out but there are definitely times where I have been and I'm getting better with it but I think there have been times where I've kind of you know like it's the classic like I'm fine I'm fine you know and it's like that's when I want someone to but you're really not yeah like that's when I want someone to be like just be there with me you know like I know because I've had friends that you know needed the same and and I always want to think that I've tried to think that I'm a very compassionate person and I try you to are. be empathetic you got, a, you got a compassionate heart I can feel it thank you and and I try and that's something I work out a lot and I don't ever want to let that go but I um 
had times where like I can see like a close friends, you know, something's off. And then I just would want to give them what I would want in that moment. And everyone's different. So it's like they may react to it differently. But I know at the end of the day, like it's easier or it's it would be better if I was there for them than if I was not. Right. Despite whether they want it or not. And I don't know. But what I get sad about, I, it's so many things. But I think recently what we were talking about a bit about off camera and uh, what I have no problem talking about is, uh, you know, we're all human. You know, we all have relationships with other humans interactions and uh yeah i think that that was one of the things that i've probably been most sad about really really yeah and i think um well to give context to this uh you know when i first heard about you you were blowing up on social media and then i started seeing you in a relationship on social media and this is something that i think is there's some pros and cons to being in a relationship publicly, of course. especially in a social media world. Yeah. What has been the, the best part about being in a relationship publicly on social media with someone who's also growing in their own inspiring ways? Yeah. And what has been the most challenging part about that experience in relationship on social media? Yeah, I think, I think the best part was that we were there for each other and that we understood how one another were feeling when something like it wasn't a completely new world. I didn't have to explain to my partner, you know, this is how I'm feeling. And them being like, well, I don't understand because I can't even imagine, you know, and it was kind of just like an unsaid thing that we both just kind of understood. Like, Hey, if you were getting, if something were to happen and they were getting hate online whether you know even though it blows blows off in a day or two like there would just be times where i'm like look i know i'm here telling you not to look at it i can't be naive and be like you know i like i understand like i'm like i get it like seeing it despite whether it, it gets to you or not i can only imagine like because when it happens to me like when there whether it's like a controversy like i don't know i haven't been in anything like crazy thank god and knock on wood because like, like i said comments here and there yeah, yeah like I, like i said it's one of those things where i just in myself so yeah. if i if i ever i don't know like i have nothing really to hide so thankfully and but there were times when just something would happen and you know she would get comments that were not very nice and i'm just like you know it's it's not like a totally oblivious thing where if i was dating someone else that wasn't in the industry they would be like just don't look at it. You're fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like, I get it. And I think that was the best, like one of the best parts of the relationship was knowing that we just, we were in it together and we both just understood. We both had this like unspoken, like, yeah, like we just kind of just got each other yeah. in a sense. And, uh, and the, and the biggest challenge about being in a public. Yeah. Position. I think the biggest challenge was, especially uh, as a 20 year old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and really your first deeply intimate, you know, kind of relationship is what it sounds like. Yeah, I think that that right there was probably the hardest part was uh, it kind of us just figuring this out together. And despite, I don't know, she she had moved out to L.A. a few months before I did. And when I came out to L.A., like, we, we, we kind of hit it off very quickly. We started off as, like, really good friends. And I was just like, I just really like being around this girl. And then 
you know, one thing led to another and we're dating and then the word gets out and so now we're in a public relationship at 19 and it's like, who she was 19 as well at the same time. Yeah. Same age. Yeah, yeah. Same age. And, um, I think the biggest challenge was just like everyone having a say everyone, like you could have zero followers and your comment could blow up. And typically with how social media is and just how everything is, it's like typically the things that go the most viral or to get the most attention are negative things. You know, it's never like, I love them so much together. Like and people are going to see that and whatever. Like, you know, it's like, or on the latter, it's like, I hate them together. Here's why. And it's like, that'll get uh -huh. more views. I don't know. It's just everyone having a say, despite who you are, where you're from, what you know about us. Like, I think everyone has a voice. Everyone's in the relationship at that point. Wow. And that, that was very tricky because we were figuring this world out and you're figuring life out. Right. You're we're human. Out social we're media 19 out. years old. Like we're human and like no one ever has it figured out. But at 19, you really don't have it figured out. And like, despite like, I think I'm very grateful for everything that I have to this day, but like, I'm still figuring it out. I still don't know what I want to do. I'm still like, it is not all sunshines and rainbows. And I think, uh, I think that's just part of being human. And yeah, I would say what, what made you most sad about the experience? the the ending of it mm. um and i think yeah i think just having someone in your life like having that support system and someone that knows every little thing about you literally like and i don't know we just such a weird time like it was something that not many people can relate to and so, like everyone has their first true love and i th i i she was mine and i think everyone's experience is different but i think the ways ours the way ours trickled down was just so bizarre and so unique in terms of you know you like a girl you start dating her you're 19 years old this is a normal thing you'd be in college you know you're going to school you're holding your bags you know you're doing that stuff whereas like this time it's like Hey, like, do you want to hang out today? Like, no, I have a, I have a photo shoot or, you know, no, like I'm shooting a music video or this, that. And it's like, or you're together every single day. And I don't, there's just so many like factors to it. And I think us, I don't know. I can go, I can go on and on about like what makes like a breakup hard. But at the end of the day, I think most people know what makes it hard. I think just like our our bond that we had w was really tricky. And I think uh, it was tricky to recover from because it was so good. And then- uh, right. I remember seeing a video of you. I can't remember where, it must've been a year and a half ago, two years ago. Someone asked you a question. It might've been a vlog somewhere. Somehow this popped up on my TikTok or YouTube or something yeah. and, I, and I saw it where I remember hearing you say, someone asked you a question about, will you marry her? Yeah. And you said, yes, like without a hesitation. Yeah. Or would you like to marry her or if, you know, whatever it was, but they said something about would you want to marry her? And you were just like, yes. Yeah. Like straight on in their face, like no hesitation. Yes. So when you have that expectation, especially in intimacy in a relationship that then who knows what happens in the future, but then there's a breakup. How does that make you feel when you had that vision? Yeah, I, uh, my mom always told me that I, w I thought a lot with my heart and I'm a very, I, I'm a logical thinker as well, but I think when you're, when you're blinded by love, it's like, 
you know, that, that there's that hope. And like, I think what I had with her there, like I, I held on to any bit of hope. Really? And yeah. And, um, I don't know. I, I wish, I don't know. Like, I think I, I love very, what's the word? I, I love hard. Like I love, deep. Honest, I love deeply and I love like, I don't know. I, I like dedicated a lot of my time to being the best boyfriend I could. Really? To, yeah. And, um, and the bond was strong. Yeah. The bond was strong. And that's not like to toot my own horn or anything. Like I just, was, I'm very confident in the way that we were together and you know, things just, it's life. Like things just don't last always and things aren't forever. And I don't know. I still have so much love for her and it's just one of those things where, we both have stuff to figure out and we both have a lot of growing to do because I think us hopping into that relationship and us not even relationship aside, I think us having the careers we do now has stunted a lot of things that would have, I don't know. Like I think it's stunted a lot of things that like a normal 19 year old should have experienced. Like what? Like she never went to college, for example. So in school years, I was ahead of her one year. So I had like a bit of a college experience, whereas she was going to go to Alabama and like get that experience. She never had it. She never had it. And she went right to Hollywood. Right to Hollywood. It's intense, man. It's intense. And it's it's really straight out of the movies. Like it's really one of those things where it's like, you know, you move to Hollywood, but in like, there was never that. It's, It's just so different than what you see in the movies where like you go out to Hollywood, you know, you get a job as a waiter and then like you're going to auditions and you're like trying to make it. Whereas like, we kind of moved out because we made it. Made it. <laughs> yeah, we moved out and we had the, the, like I wouldn't have dropped my Division One full ride scholarship. I wouldn't have dropped that for nothing. Like, I had a guaranteed spot in this house. A guaranteed like, lots of talks with like the manager of the house and was like, we can promise you that you'll grow. We can promise you that we can provide this in like exposure. And I was just like, okay, okay, like, yeah. let's give it a shot. You know, it's like. Soccer was on pause at the time, so it was one of those things. But yeah, we kind of like, and when she moved out, like, they had made it, and it's one of those things where I don't know. I, uh, it's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. If you could go back right before you moved here, right before you met her, and give yourself advice, three pieces of advice about entering a relationship with someone, whether it's her or anyone, knowing what you know now after a lot of highs, amazing connection, you know, a lot of love, a bond, but then, you know, a heartbreak and some sadness. What advice would you give to yourself at 19? Um, I would, number one, I would say protect yourself, protect your heart. And I think that is like something that I'm very, it's guarded up now. And I think, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, protecting yourself, uh, taking it slow. You know, we cut, we, we were 19, you know, we, we really liked hanging out with each other. So we were like, let's just, we might as well date, you know, it's one of those things. And so, and especially when COVID was happening, we were with each other every single day. And it was like, I think, you know, you're, when you're constantly available for someone, that can be, 
that can be taken advantage of. And I think being less available in the future, not, not because I want to, I want to be there like every single day. I want like to drop anything at like the sound, like the sound of the text and like, like, what are you doing? Oh, where, where, what do you want me to be doing? Like, yeah. you know, I just how I am. Like, and sure. like my mom, You're a lover. To, yeah, I'm a lover. I love love, but it's also what makes me the most sad sometimes. And I think that's, well, if you, if you give and give and give, and then there's maybe an unspoken expectation or yeah. you, you, you would hope or wish someone wouldn't do the same for you. And I'm not speculating anything here. I'm just saying, you know, when you're a giver and you want to see someone happy and you love the feeling of being with someone and you feel happier together, it's really challenging when it doesn't work out. Yeah. And I've had many yeah. sad breakups yeah. that were painful and hard and challenging, but at the same time, taught me the most about how I can be a better person, how right. I can create better boundaries for myself. You have a vision for your business. Your priority might be to expand facilities or bring in the best talent. At Century Insurance, we listen, learn, and work to understand your business and your plans to help protect your new locations. As your business evolves and your vision comes true, Sentry, right by you. Property and casualty coverages are underwritten and safety services are provided by a member of the Century Insurance Group, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. For a complete listing of companies, visit Sentry.com. Policies, coverages, benefits, and discounts are not available on all states. See policy for complete coverage details. How I can, how I can courageously communicate yeah. consciously in better ways with you know, the next partner I was with to, to make sure that I focus on my vision first and then bringing the relationship in yeah. second, as opposed to dropping everything always exactly. for the partner. There's a balance there, but yeah. Filling up your own cup and filling then filling up your own cup constantly. Having them fall in love with the overflow. Yeah. That was like, I think, yeah. Like one of the, that's, that's one of the things that I mean, she taught me was, and I think unintentionally she taught me to like really protect myself. Cause really? yeah, I just, I, yeah, I like, yeah, fall hard and fast. And I was, uh, I don't know, everything kind of just moved very quickly. And then, yeah, when you are a giver, it's one of those things where you just so bad want to see them happy. And then yeah. when you realize it's not you and when you realize, or I don't even, when you, like, I never fully realized that, like, that was the thing I was like. No, like I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm going to try my hardest to like make it work, make it work, you know, and always going to be available. I'm never going to give her a reason to not be happy. And then you realize it's when they constantly keep telling you it's not you, like in, it's the hardest thing. Cause it's like, look, I know it's not me, but like, I know it's not me making you sad because I'm doing everything I can to make you happy but I'm going to try to be the one to make you happy. Right. And it's like, when they constantly tell you, like, it's just nothing you can do. It's like, I don't want to take no for an answer. You know, I don't want to say like, like, I don't want to like accept the fact that I can't make my girlfriend happy. And that was probably the biggest, the biggest thing that we ran into was. Man, I know that feeling. I see a lot of my self in you with that, because as athletes, you mm -hmm. don't want to fail. No. And you're like, well, I'm going to do whatever it takes. We're gonna yeah. make this work, even if it's hurting me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what it takes to That's make crazy. this work. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've had so many people. Yeah, and that is a painful uh, realization. Yeah, when you're like, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm shifting. I'm doing. I'm changing who I am just so that it works. And then it doesn't work, and you're like, Wow, I just 
shifted my whole identity for a relationship that no longer doesn't work. Yeah. And I did that too many times. Yeah. I repeated that pattern in many relationships yeah. because partners I ch chose, for whatever reason, weren't happy with me. Yeah. And and they wanted me to change to try to make them happy and never worked. And I finally realized, it took me until a few years ago, that I finally realized that you can't make your partner happy. You can add to their happiness. Right. But they got to focus on their own happiness. Yeah, as soon as it if becomes reliant. A, yeah. If someone's a five out of a 10, you can't bring them to a, a nine right. consistently. You might be able to influence them to get to a six moments here and there yeah, and yeah. add to their happiness. Yeah. But if they are not doing their life in a way that brings them joy and fulfillment, yeah. there's not much we can do. No. And that's a hard thing for athletes like us who want to win and yeah. want to succeed and want to like accomplish. It's really hard, man. Yeah. And the thing that I want to acknowledge you for, Noah, is being 22... And you mentioned talking to a therapist. I think I would have never at 22 talked to a therapist. Yeah. I started 30, 10 years ago talking to therapists. And it was one of the best things that ever did for me. It helped me bring me so much peace. So what's gotten me to a, a high eight, low nine yeah. of inner peace. Yeah, yeah. It's having that place to process, having that place to learn new tools. So the fact that you're doing this at 22, I, I really commend you for that and acknowledge you for, for doing that because I think it's a powerful tool to use. Now, what advice would you give to yourself moving forward and navigating this next season? Because I know you're trying to figure out like, okay, well, who am I again? And, and you know, you love deeply, but do you, do you even think it's, you know, worth getting into another relationship soon with someone? Or is it like you want to give yourself space and time to kind of really focus on yourself and your career? What's, what's the advice you would give yourself? Of this next chapter. Yeah. I uh, I think that's something I'm like actively searching for is uh, at the end of the day, like just doing what makes me happy and finding out what makes me happy is like, again, like a never ending search because it's like, yeah, this ha makes me happy in the moment, you know, like going to an amusement park, riding rides with like friends and stuff like that. Like that makes me happy, but that's not something I can like apply to my everyday life that can make me more at peace with myself. Like, you know, so doing things i don't know like i i really i don't know i i think these past few months i've i've really like what we were talking about before the camera it's one of those things where when you end with someone on good terms it's hard because it's like you guys ended on good terms on great terms on great terms. Great terms. So it was like, you still care. But that makes it even harder other, because it's like, still... then it gets dragged out. Like, even though it was a year ago, it gets dragged out. And then it's like, you're still there for each other. And then, you know, you, you still want to tell your person every good thing that happens. You still want to like, tell them like, hey, this happened today. Like, and then, you know, and I don't know. And then as soon as, yeah. I, I'm, so was it like some blow up? Or, no, not at all. Get away from me and I hate you. It not was, at all. I love you so much, but. We can't be together, right? We have to grow apart. We have to... Gosh, that's the hardest. The hardest. And uh, that's why it's tricky now because, you know, it, it comes to a point where I was telling you, like, where you almost... You wake up a bit confused sometimes because I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm good. You know, like, I feel like I want to rekindle it. Like, I want to give it another go, you know? And then... Ultimately, it's not up. It's not up to you. When you, when you, the other person's fully in control of 
the decision. The decision. And when the ball's in their court, I mean, like, when you're ready, just know that I'm here. It's a bit tricky. There's a bit of a power play that's like, as much as I just want to, like, wait around because I do enjoy this person so much. And, like, yeah, and hard to imagine life without them sometimes. There is, like, this, when you kind of go no contact, you kind of step away from it. And then it's, like, months, like, a couple months go by and it's, like, okay, wow, like, I'm feeling better. Like, the first month is really and hard. Then, I'm feeling better. Then all of a sudden, all it takes is a... Little, little pull you back in. Little. All it takes is, like, a text, like, hey, man, miss girls you. Know, girls know what they're doing, man. They know exactly. Girls know what they're it's, doing sometimes. It, it's so tricky. And a lot like you, like, I, I don't drink, and I've never drank in my life. I've never done any drugs. I just, I, I don't have that excuse sometimes where sometimes... So you gotta feel it. I'm still you gotta feel yeah. the pain, the sadness. You yeah. gotta go through the experiences. Exactly. And I don't have that excuse as to sorry, I didn't mean to text, like I was drunk. And All right. it's like it's been three months and you randomly and so it's like oh, now I'm back man. into it. And so that's that's the hardest part is knowing that like if I decide to text you, that is sober me, that is me that genuinely means it. You know, it's it's never a question of like like I don't like was this just a drunk text like does she mean it like this right. that it's, it's like from it's me a, yeah. it's like I'm gonna respect your boundaries but if it comes to a point where I'm just like I don't care like I'm just gonna follow my heart like I want to do this again it's like I don't know it's tricky it's very tricky but yeah this this feels a lot like mm. a, like talks that I have with like a therapist yeah, and, yeah of course man and it's um yeah I, I'm glad I started talking to him too because I've had friends that recommended me wow because. I don't know, even when things started to get really good, even when I started to get into a better mindset of like, you know, life goes on and I can love this person from afar. But right now it's like, if, we have, if we're meant to be, there's no rush. And yeah, it's like, yeah. we'll find each other. So I think there's really no point in rushing it. And that's like what I kind of had to accept. And so with this therapist, I'm like, it's nice talking to someone when things are good so that they stay good. That's the best time, dude. Because it's like, when they're bad, it's like, you have tools to use, like when things are like, when you get in that mindset of thinking, when you go down a rabbit hole, it's like, remember what they told you, like do this, do that. But when you're happy, it's like, you know, that's the time when you're supposed to stay happy. When I entered the relationship I'm in with my girlfriend, Martha, we started dating, we took it slow. Yeah. We took it slow, which I've never done in the past, but we, I decided I'm gonna do everything different. Yeah. And we took it slow. I was also doing individual therapy. And we made a commitment, an agreement together before we got exclusively committed. Yeah. We said, I made the suggestion, but she was like quickly to agree. I said, hey, I would really like to start in therapy together. Couples therapy. Yeah. And just try it differently. Because I'd been in a lot of failed relationships. I tried a lot of stuff and none of it worked. So let me try something completely different. Yeah. She was like, absolutely, I'm down. And it has been the greatest gift That's we have given ourselves and yeah. the relationship because any disagreement, any misunderstanding, any confusion or feeling of like, oh, that didn't feel good, yeah. we're able to communicate it consciously whenever we go to that session together. And it allows us to create ground rules, it allows us to create boundaries, yeah. it allows us to create agreements, and it brings me more peace. Yeah. Having that understanding and someone equally as committed to personal growth yeah. as I am. Love it. And it and it's I'm not saying you need to do that twenty two in the relationship that you get <laughs> next, but for me, doing it when things are good is the best time yeah. to do it. 
So I really acknowledge you for doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I love the the lessons that you would give your younger self. Yeah. Take it slow. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, you know, you had this realization, hey, we're meant to be, we'll find each other at some point. Yeah. Whether it's in a week, a year, three years, you know. So taking it slow, I think, is is great wisdom that you shared with yourself. Took some time to come to that, though. It definitely took some time to, like, acknowledge that that was the case because I'm like, you're, you know, you're sitting there fighting for it and it's like, make this work. Let's let's do it. Let's give it another go. What do you need and how can I do this for how you? How can I help? You know, like, you know, don't worry about how I'm feeling because that does not matter right now. Like, what matters is, like, we make you happy and it's like, at what cost, like, at what point is it, like, do you have to take a step back? Because if I saw one of my friends doing this, what would you say to them? I like, dude, come on. Like, you got to put yourself first. Like, you, you have to, like, they, you know, and I'm like, it's so hard when you're blinded by oh, it. Man. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. So if Tricky. you saw a friend of yours struggling in a relationship, you'd be like, hey, if she needs space, give her space and go focus on your life. Yeah, it's so hard. To right? Do, yeah, it's so hard when you're in it because it's like, you know what the sexiest such a fixer. thing? And you know what the sexiest and most attractive thing is for a woman? Is when a man is fully committed to his vision and his mission, yeah. taking care of his life, yeah, in service to his friends, his family, his community, and joyful, yeah, not needing a relationship, not checking in constantly to see, hey, yeah. what can I do for you, but in his purpose. That is when women are most attracted to men, yeah, and to, so to independence coming together, yeah, it's... and and then you can come together and support one another with each other's lives individually and together. But if you're always in support, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I think it's like, wow, that's like a dream guy right. who's I always here to show up for her. And like, I'm flattered that you say that because it's like in my head, I'm like, you know, who's the kind of guy I want dating my daughter or my, I mean, yeah, daughter, future, kids, yeah. Like, future kid, but also my sisters, you know, I'm very yeah. like, even though I'm the youngest, like I'm still very protective of my sisters. Sure. And like, they started talking to a guy and I don't like it. I'm going to tell her. I'm like, sure. Don't waste your time. Like, I don't, I don't like this guy. Like, and here's why. But <laughs> fortunately, I haven't really, I haven't really had to say that to either of them. They, they're, they're good at picking, which is nice. Um, but I, I think it's one of those things where I don't know. Like, I don't ever really want to change how, like, those qualities about myself. And I've questioned them because I'm like, this isn't working right now. Do I? I don't know. Like I, I get so split in between two minds of like, this isn't working. Should I try the ladder? Should I? You shouldn't not... be a jerk. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't ever want to even like question, like, should I, you know, cause there's that saying, nice guys finish last. And it's like, I don't think that's the case, honestly. Like I, I really think like kindness wins at the end of the day. It it's like, but it's not about changing. It's about evolving. Right. And it's keeping the core of who you are, the values, the generosity, the kindness, the support. That's like a dream. Yeah. As a friend and as a partner. Right. And it's evolving into saying, my health, my mission, my my values need to be my number one priority. Yeah. And that's hard to say. Yeah. And, definitely. and most most people don't like most people in relationship don't like hearing that. Mm-hmm. And this is my personal experience. Again, I'm not sharing this as like what everyone should do. But when I shifted this and I said, instead of making someone else number one and making my mission and my health number one, and then a relationship, second or third, yeah, everything shifted for me. And 
my relationship is healthy and happy. My girlfriend loves that about me because I have it on purpose. And she still thinks I'm very generous and giving and I show up in a big way. Yeah. So it's not like you're changing into like, I'm never going to be there. The yeah. opposite. It's showing up for yourself the way you would right. for someone like that right, right. first. And then showing up for them. Right. No, it makes sense. Prioritizing other things. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That's it. What has been the biggest thing that's opened up for you during this conversation as we get to the last few questions? I don't know. I, I think uh, I think at times I find myself in like, again, going back to like my mom and like my dad, like they always kind of told me I'm a bit of a, a bit of an old soul, but like, I, I, t I take it as a compliment, but I also am like, nah, like I can have fun like this, that, uh, but I think I just grew up with older people and I grew up with like older friends and like to this day all my like closest friends in LA are older and I don't know I, I find like wisdom and I find like more experience very appealing and like not even just as like I'm not saying like I'm old into older women like it's like sure um as like friends and like yeah. companions it's nice to know that someone has like I like to learn from people and I like to be a sponge in conversations and I like to like really just you know soak everything in and I think that's been lovely talking yeah, to you today cool, about man. and just like hearing these things because obviously you know I share a lot with my therapist but at the same time like it's nice to hear it from yeah man. you know a guy perspective where I don't know it's just been nice that's good man yeah, yeah. it's been a fun conversation um, I've got a few final questions for you but I know you've been working on a few things how can we support you in your professional career right now? What's the thing you're most excited about that you are launching? Yeah, so, I mean, the main thing right now, uh, I would say is the recent launch of my apparel brand. Yeah. Yeah, as of right now, it's genderless undergarments and gender neutral, it's called Efees. 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 Or, uh, you know, all my friends are like, so when, when am I getting some Ifis? And I'm like, yeah, that works too. You that know, it's too, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to sit here and be like, it's Efees, you know, it's yeah, like, sure. you know, tomato. So however you want to pronounce it. But yeah, it's, uh, as of right now, we just have underwear and undergarments. Um, but like I said, genderless. And so made for everyone. And it's, uh, it's really, I'm really excited about it. And I'm really passionate about this new project because I didn't want this brand to be merchy, if you will. I wanted it to, I wanted I want to build a brand and I want to curate something and foster a community that is yeah. for everyone. And I want, you know, it, it's really cool. Like it's one of my favorite parts about social media and it's one of my favorite parts about being an influencer, content creator, whatever, um, you know, creating an aesthetic and I, and I, and I really have fun with like photography and all this. And so for our first campaign shoot, we, we kind of went back in time to, and did like a Greek mythology Ooh. type thing. And it was really cool. And I had a blast doing it. But yeah, the story of Ephes kind of originates back in uh, Greek mythology. Okay. Yeah. And I can bore you with the whole story of the details, but it's basically a, a lovely, beautiful story about, um, at the end of the day, like love conquering all. It's about like gender fluidity. Um, you know, this king that wanted a, a son, but then had a daughter and then raised her as a son. And then she fell in love with a girl. And so wow. it's just like love conquering all at the end of the day. And like, I think it goes perfectly... I know we kind of rabbit hole down like relationship stuff and I can talk forever, but that's just like, <laughs> it goes back to, I just love love, but it's also like my biggest kryptonite I think is like, it, it definitely hurts me the most. Um, 
but yeah, with, with EFIs, I'm just very excited. And, you know, right now at this given moment, uh, soon releasing more, but right now we have two uh, designs of the underwear, two waistbands, if you will. Um, one is called the Heritage and one is called the Classic. And yeah, I love them. Like they're great. And, and I really, and I, I mean, I think the, the uh, like initial idea of creating underwear brand like i'm sure you might be wondering like why underwear like why uh, why even doing this like when i first started social media like what gained me a lot of my my following what i think got shirtless. a lot of views shirtless, shirtless and yeah, uh yeah. me and the boys were kind of uh we were free billboards for calvin klein uh, right. with our waistbands like always showing like really? that kind of thing yeah and i was like had this idea and i was like what if what if we owned like what if we wore something that we owned and just constantly had it in our content organically where it's not like we're not getting paid to post it we're not doing this but at the end of the day it's just pushing something that we're passionate about and that is ours and so i kind of kept this idea to myself and because i was like i don't even know where to start like this is just an idea i had and then um after some time the conversation came back up and after we all kind of split ways and like moved into different houses um i had a talk with my manager i was like i really want to do this like i think this is really cool and kind of exciting uh and it was at the time when i kind of started to get more into fashion as well and i was like this just feels perfect like i feel like we should do this and then i was like where do we start you see where your business can go to get there you may need another 10 trucks at century insurance we put more than 115 years of industry experience to work to help protect you as you launch a new delivery service or expand into a new region and reach your business goals. Century, right by you. Property and casualty coverages and underwritten and safety services are provided by a member of the Century Insurance Group, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. For a complete listing of companies, visit Century.com. Policies, coverages, benefits, and discounts are not available in all states. See policy for complete coverage details. And fortunately, I was I had people around me that you know I asked a lot of questions. I had um, you know a lot of friends that you know like, like yourself that I would go to and be like that are older and be like, hey, put your arm around me. Like, how do we do this? Like, mentor me a bit, like on how to start a business and how to do this. Like, I want to learn. And so, in creating this brand, like I made sure I was very hands on because I was like, this is my baby. Like, this yeah, is like my course. thing that I want to really blow up. And in, like in a couple years, I like everything goes well like the dream happens like i want people to buy the product for what it is and not even know that i have anything to do with it like so yeah it's something that is uh really exciting to me and i it's exciting man. yeah you and, can see it yeah see it on you and eventually open up to i mean there's really no like there's no cap like i don't i don't know where it's gonna go as a brand but very exciting things i think it's a uh, it's one of those things where we'll kind of just see where it goes see where yeah. it goes and can we buy right now is it out is it launching? you can buy right now yeah so came out june 6th was the launch of the official like uh site and everything so yeah right now we just have the icon or the classic and the heritage and okay what's the website it's called ephys.us i-p-h-i-s right yes okay dot us dot us or if we go to your instagram or tiktok it's, it's anywhere it's in you'll here. find it yeah it's in my bio yeah us. I love that. You're, yeah. also, you're also all over social media, Noah Beck everywhere. Um, so make sure you guys check out Noah's content, follow him, subscribe. Even though you're not an OG commenter, you can still join the party of the 50 million plus and, <laughs> and, and hang out. Um, these are a couple of questions I ask everyone at the end. 
But I usually don't have many people your age on here. I've had a few people in their, you know, young 20s, but okay. uh, I'm going to ask you this question and have you dream and imagine for a moment. So this question is called the three truths. It's a hypothetical question. Imagine you get to live as long as you want to live. 80, 90, 100, 120, whatever it is. You get to live as long as you want to live, but it's your last day. And you have accomplished, created, and experienced life to the fullest in every area, financially, career, personally, professionally, love, all these things, family, all of it. You've all created fulfilled. this life. Love it. Right? Okay. But for whatever reason, in this scenario, you've got to take all of your content, your work, your business, your products to the next place. They're not here in this physical world anymore. So no one has access to this conversation, to anything you've ever posted online. It's all gone. Okay. Hypothetical. And for whatever reason, you get to leave three truths behind, three lessons that you would share with the world. And that's all we have to remember you by are these three truths. What would be those three truths that you would leave behind? Hmm. Trying not to steal like a quotes that I've seen. I'm trying not to steal. Whatever comes to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you feel, if there's a quote that really stands out to you as a, as a good truth, feel free to share it. I think something that I try to spread and I think that can resonate with all my content and kind of going back to like, you know, despite, you know, being able to get sad and, you know, being human, um, I try to be very positive. And I think, uh, that kind of goes back to, you know, a life's too short. You might as well do what makes you happy. So I think, uh, doing what makes you happy could be one. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny. There was, I had, I had lunch with a friend not too long ago and we like we had known each other and like but we never had like a proper like sit down and i was like fortunate enough that we got the chance to kind of like our, our schedules our busy schedules kind of aligned up yeah and so it was nice like having like a really nice conversation with him and one of the things that he told me was that i'm definitely gonna have the truth because i think this it, it just like really i don't know it, it just like really like touched me in a way that i was like if you're ever doubting something, if you're ever doing this. And he told me, he was like, don't ever keep your talents hidden. Um, Cause if you do, you're owing the world like a dis like a disservice. And so like by not sharing your talents, you're, you know, stealing the world from potential joy mm. that people can get from you. So I thought that was really interesting. Beautiful. And I think that can resonate with like what I do as a social media content creator is like everything that i put out it's really amazing and i think the my favorite comments are like it's not my favorite but it's the comments that like really like touch me and like really hit me and like really i don't know i guess give me that reassurance that i'm doing something right is when people say like you genuinely saved my life or like that stuff like is really like knowing that there's someone out there that you've saved with your videos is just insane to me. And so that's why I think like that one kind of hits home because there could be someone out there that needs to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So say that. Second one and the third truth. And the third truth, I would say, um, I don't know. This is kind of like more advice to myself that yeah. I think could be. Like that. And it kind of goes go back to it, but instead of just your heart, I would say protect your peace. Ooh. 
And I think like, again, a bit cliche, but it's one of those things where it's simple, but it's so true. Like I think, uh, I think once I kind of started to apply that to my life, I think things got a lot, a lot better Yeah, man. for, I don't know, just find, finding something that like makes you at peace and finding something and then finding ways to like constantly apply it. So it doesn't, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful, man. The simplest stuff is usually the most important. So yeah. I love these three truths. Um, before I ask the final question, no, I want to acknowledge you for your openness. I appreciate yeah. your openness. I appreciate your generous heart, your, you know, your candor and everything that you shared today. And the fact that you're, again, I think I told you before, I haven't seen you really do a long form conversation like this. So I appreciate you yeah. being willing to put yourself out there and open up about these things because I think it's going to inspire and help a lot of people with you doing this. And I hope you do more of this in the future. Yeah. Uh, so I acknowledge you for everything you've had to go through over the last three years. You know, although someone watching or listening might say, well, this kid doesn't have to, have to go through that much because it's been success, money, fame. Of course, of course. Um, but it's the quote that I'm going to butcher, but uh, paraphrase from Jim Carrey said, I wish everyone would become rich and famous and realize it's not everything. Yeah. You know, I wish everyone would experience it and realize it's not the key to happiness. And this said it better, yeah. And so I acknowledge you for having to experience life at 19 into 22 yeah. with all this happening all at once. I'm sure a lot of amazing, exciting things, but also some weird, confusing, of course, you know, of course, of course, challenging things too. Um, Final question for you, Noah. What is your definition of greatness? I would say greatness to me is applying yourself every day to be the best version of yourself and doing just doing all the right things while also you know living a little and having some fun. Sure. You know? And I sure. think that's that's where I'm constantly split is uh, you know, maybe maybe I do need to let loose a little but at the same time like yeah I, so I think yeah I think that would that would be my definition of greatness I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey towards greatness make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a rundown of today's show with all the important links and if you want weekly exclusive bonus episodes with me as well as ad free listening experience make sure to subscribe to our greatness plus channel on apple podcast if you enjoyed this please share it with a friend over on social media or text a friend leave us a review over on apple podcast and let me know what you learned over on our social media channels at lewis house i really love hearing the feedback from you and it helps us continue to make the show better and if you want more inspiration from our world-class guests and content to learn how to improve the quality of your life then make sure to sign up for the greatness newsletter and get it delivered right to your inbox over at greatness.com newsletter and if no one has told you today i want to remind you that you are loved you are worthy and you matter and now it's time to go out there and do something great You see where your business can go. To get there, you may need another 10 trucks. At Century Insurance, we put more than 115 years of industry experience to work to help protect you as you launch a new delivery service or expand into a new region and reach your business goals. Century, right by you. Property and casualty coverages and underwritten and safety services are provided by a member of the Century Insurance Group, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. For a complete listing of companies, visit Century.com. Policies, coverages, benefits, and discounts are not available in all states. See policy for complete coverage details.